Welcome into Heavy Hitters, everybody. It's a Friday show. First time in Heavy Hitters history we are doing a Friday show because it is College Radio Day. Mitch, so glad you're back with us, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Was at the Phillies game on Wednesday night. I was. I'm sorry I missed it. Your little impromptu 45 minutes yeah, of Heavy Hitters. Not, not my finest moment, but we live, <laughs> we move on, and we learn. We're back. The, the, the crew is back united once so, again. So, you know, would have some bad planning. And uh, some bad decision making led to me getting onto this, uh, the Wednesday show, 15 minutes later than I it's Poor execution. It's it poor is. Execu- but it's hey, poor execution. Hey, but the good, the what? best programs learn from that and they never let it happen again. Exactly. We're, you know what? We're, we are accountable around here. We, uh, we, we strive to give our listeners the best product possible. I failed to live up to those expectations. No, you didn't, buddy. Personally. No, you didn't. No, uh, stop. On Wednesday. Outside forces. Stop being so hard on yourself. So I'm going to apologize for that. I'm sure it was fantastic. That You could be me, who I didn't even listen to it. <laughs> we got caught up. We were trying to figure out. There was the whole GPS got screwed up. Uh, I-76 was a mess. And then my dad needed my phone for directions and everything. And it was just awful. So I'm sorry, buddy. It's okay. I wasn't even there to support you. It and sounds that's, that's, like a great time to, oh. go to the game on Wednesday. Do you want to hear about it? Do you sure. want to hear about it? We, we do have to be tactical with the time. Oh, we will be. I will. I So I gave Jack a, a very long version of it. But I guess um, if we want to be tactical, let's just delve into We can start Tuesday and then move into Wednesday. If we're going to recap these series, let's just recap the Phillies first. Let's do it. Brooms wild, by the way, in wild card weekend. Uh, if you won, you swept. And if you lost, you got swept. All four series only went two games. I think that's kind of implied by the first part. I don't care. I don't care. It sounded good in my mind. So there you go. The Phillies, the Diamondbacks, who I believe I picked. Did I? I think I picked them. I think you did. Yeah. Um, The Rangers, who I did not pick. And, of course, the – it's going to come to me. Who beat beat Toronto? The Twins. The Twins are also moving on. I'm so sorry. Uh, I couldn't think of that last series. The Marlins, they are going home. Let's start there. Tuesday night in Philadelphia, game one between the Philadelphia Phillies and Miami Marlins, a divisional matchup. Zach Wheeler on the mound against Jesus Lazardo, and Zach Wheeler was on on Tuesday. Uh, gave, I believe, six and two-thirds of one-run ball. He allowed only five hits. Uh, three of them came in the seventh, and two of them were infield hits. Zach Wheeler was magical. The Phillies' offense did just enough after a slow start, getting second and third on with nobody out in the first inning. Couldn't pull through. Some questionable decisions by Dusty Wathen, the third base coach. But uh, Bryson Stott had an RBI. Uh, Christian Pache had an RBI. Alec Bohm with the first RBI of the night for the Phillies on an RBI double. And Bryce Harper scored on a Nick Castellanos double. Uh, He went to third on the throw, by the way. But... The Phillies, uh, the bullpen locked it down. Jose Alvarado, Craig Kimbrell, uh, and Jeff Hoffman on Tuesday night. What a great start to the series it was. 4-1 to one was your final score. And, Zach, I think the number one thing that stuck out Tuesday night was Zach Wheeler. Well, um, my name's not Zach, first off. Did I say Zach? You said Zach. Zach Wheeler. Really met Jack. Tonight. So, met Jack. It's okay. We've been doing this show for so long, he can't even get my name right. It's okay. Um, I guess I'll take it you on know, the chin and just when you get on air on time, I'll get your name right. So, oh, funny, <laughs> very, very funny. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, look, I mentioned it on that abbreviated Wednesday show about Game Two, uh, Game One. Excuse me, everything that happened there. Wheeler was phenomenal in this game, uh, but I want to move on a little bit to Game Two. Yeah, sure. Because Nola was the surprise, dazzling, star. even better than Wheeler, man. It, he it's was the, incredible. The fulcrum of the series. I mean, it's what everything hinged on. Could Aaron Nola avoid the blow up inning? And could the Phillies get to uh, to Braxton Garrett in that in that time? Aaron Nola, seven innings, shutout baseball. The Marlins would eventually score one when the game was already over because the Phillies, uh, after two runs in the third, or was that the fourth? No, it was the third. Um, yeah. Two runs in the third, Kyle Schwarber, an RBI double. Uh, did I say Schwarby? Kyle Schwarber, an RBI double. <laughs> Trey Turner, an RBI <laughs> single. Schwarby. Kyle Schwarby. Um JT Real Muto hit the first home run of the postseason for the Philadelphia Phillies, blasting one to deep left. And then in the fifth inning, the floodgates opened. The bases were loaded after a double and two walks when Bryson Stott would step to the plate. Sixth inning. Oh, yeah, my bad. Sixth inning, uh, 
I swore it was the fifth. No, Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. It's the sixth. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, good idea. That's that's always good. I had written down the sixth. Uh, or fifth. I had written down the fifth. But Bryson Stott stepped to the plate, and he gave me and 45,000 other Phillies fans a moment. They will never forget blasting one on the first pitch, which he never— he's like in the bottom ten in the league at first pitch swinging. Was that a first pitch? It was. It was the first pitch of the at-bat. He rocks one. To deep right field, I grand it was slam. No, no, first pitch of the at bat, and uh, the Phillies went up seven nothing. They would never look back. Seven one was your final. Uh, you know, Gregory Soto allowed one in the ninth. I'm not too concerned with that. He's terrible. He's no, not I'm that kidding. good. Um, Aaron Nola though, and Bryson Stott, the two storylines here. Also good to see Romuto. He's he struggled at home this year, uh, but he had two extra base hits that night alone. One of them a home run off of former Philly, former Met, David Robertson. So, <sighs> Love that trade. <laughs> I love it. You gotta I love it. As a absolutely love it. We sent him to Miami. He's been terrible. He was terrible for them the rest of the year. And yep. we got two pretty solid prospects back. So, nothing um, nothing but praise for me there. Thank you, David Robertson. I appreciate it. Yeah, Philly's mopped up this yep. series. Well, they got um, on a solid series. Which just, they looked like the better team. They just they did. looked better in I mean, every they were, facet they of the game. They were the better team going into the series, yes. obviously. And they they didn't it. play down to the competition though, no. which is something they struggled with for years against these Marlins. So happy to see that the ballpark was electric after that stock grand slam. All of us doing the, uh, um, it's one of those like uh, oh, uh, oh seven nation army. I couldn't think of that. Like the oh yeah. oh oh. And I know exactly what you're talking. Such about. a loud stadium, um, really incredible. I've never felt an environment like that. It was so awesome. And I'd just like to say, Jack. I'm two and one in playoff games now. Eagles oh, and Phillies, did. Dubs, Flyers. We got shut out by the Penguins. So. Oh, bitter L, bitter L. All right, we got a message from the KOR notebook first from the KOR community calendar. Make and take diamond art painting is happening October 17th at 11 a.m. at the MSU Room 218. Try your hand at diamond art painting. Choose among many designs. There will be mandala, pumpkin, and gnome designs to choose from at this relaxing and fun make and take. You don't want to miss this awesome event. This message brought to you by the radio voice of Kutztown University. KUR, back here, heavy hitters. This lone hour on this Friday afternoon, early October. We're gearing up for a trip to Bloomsburg tomorrow for KU football. Red October. Uh, and we'll talk about uh, the NFL a little bit later on in the show. Want to talk... More baseball, though, and we're going to quickly sure. move through these wildcard series and give you our previews for the uh, divisional round uh, series through the first half of the show. So Rangers-Rays, not too much to talk about there. A very sparse crowd down at St. Pete. Hey, what an embarrassment. Are you kidding me? 19,000 fans yeah. in a playoff series? 19,704 fans. Come on, Record man. low attendance for a playoff crowd in the live ball era. That's unheard of. I don't understand how that happens. I don't understand. And the Rays are good. Like, they're a good team. And they're going to build a new ballpark. Right next to the Right original. next to the current one. Because why would you build it in Tampa? No, let's stay in St. Pete. Yeah, where we draw no fans. Exactly. So the Rays kind of do it to themselves. Do yeah. I feel bad for them? No, I don't. No, not Make at all. better decisions. Build your arena in a place where you can actually draw fans. Um, Poor and, Zach Eflin. Yeah, because the Lightning draw fans, the Buccaneers draw fans, both in the city of Tampa Bay. Sure. It, it's crazy that you could actually get support from fans. A fan base that has shown that they are passionate. Uh, when when those teams have played well, and the Rays have been very, very good. In fact, one of the league's most consistent, successful teams over the course of the past six, seven years. Yeah, it's miraculous what they do. So, I mean, despite them not spending a whole lot of money as an organization, they most certainly have the ability to, to draw fans. It's just bad ballpark location. It's at the bottom of, like, a, I don't even know what, like, the, the, the name for, like, the... It's like of a... Try, it's hard to explain. Like a ravine? Kind of, but it's like this like little lip down like of the western coast of Florida. Like and you have to go across a bridge to get to St. Petersburg from Tampa. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't it's it's weird. Just just look up a map of Florida and you you'll get the visual where St. Pete is and at the Is it know, on an isthmus? I guess you could call it that. I'm not I'm not really uh That's my favorite geographical, geographical wizard. So anyways. Anyways, Look, Rays got embarrassed. They got held to one run in two games. They got outscored uh, eleven to one. Again, dismissed very briefly. Made five errors in two games. Yeah, a lot of errors on this Rays team. Usually Just very disciplined. Didn't play their best version of baseball, and for two games when it mattered most, they didn't bring their A game. That's why fell they fell apart. Why they lost. Credit right. to the Rangers, though. 
yeah, credit to the Rangers. They showed up despite crumbling and losing the division. It could be a opportunity where you just really lose everything, but they didn't. They showed up. They played strong. They're moving on to play Baltimore. All right, Blue Jays twins, another sweep, just like every one of these series we're going to talk about. Twins pitching came to play. One run allowed in two games. Pablo Lopez, great start in game one. Sonny Gray, dazzling in game two. And Blue Jays manager, John Schneider, man. (sighs) How are you going to live with this decision? How do you live with that? Um, For those who are unaware, Jose Barrios was dealing in this game. Dealing. And they take him out so early. Yep. So early. I think went three innings. He went, yeah, three innings, three hits, one run, one walk, five strikeouts on 47 pitches. That's not necessarily dealing, dealing. Like, he was looking really good, though. A few hits, a run. like Give him only one run. Yeah, three innings. It's not like it was seven or six innings, one run. He's still But he had 47 pitch pitches. Count. I know. I don't, I don't understand it. I'm just saying. It's not like he was, you know, One of the best-looking starts that he's had all year, though. Yeah. Five Ks in three innings, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I don't know. And then he yanks him for the game, and Yusei Kikuchi who comes in after and gives up another run. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. Shades of Kevin Cash and Blake Snell there. Yeah, I, I'm not. I when think I first heard about it, I was against ever. it completely. I've, I've gotten okay with it. I think it's a horrific, horrific managerial move. Well, one of the worst we've seen. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. But pretty bad. Also, pretty offense. bad is uh, getting picked off at second base. Lad. Yeah, <laughs> not good. So the, the nine Blue Jays, hits and they, no runs. Yeah, mistake riddled series. Couldn't come up with the big hit. Uh, and that's something not to bring everything back to the Phils, but that's something I was worried about in Game One, where we had like eleven hits, and for a while we weren't breaking through with runs. Um, but uh, eventually, we we did you know one here, two there, one here, so got it done. But the the Blue Jays, not it. The Blue Jays are not world champions. Yeah. In fact, they're out in the wild card again for the second straight year. All right, Second but, straight season. That's got to be disappointing. Yeah, for sure. Some tough decisions to come in Toronto, for sure, in my mind. Yes. All right. Let's go to Milwaukee, where they're going to have a decision about their manager. Their season's done. They got swept by the Young Gun Diamondbacks. 6-3 game one final, 5-2 in game two. Really what changed the tide in this series was they went down three early in game one. And you thought, oh boy, Brewers could really run away with things because they have Burns on the mound. But they got back to him, and it started with Corbin Carroll. Who else? The uh, the spark plug for this team all year. Hit a monster two-run shot, made a 3-2. Ketel Marte went back-to-back with him, tied it. Gabriel Moreno, who they got from the Blue Jays in a big trade. Uh, the young catcher, looking one of, the, one of the game's bright young catchers. Uh, in return for Dalton Varsho and some other assets. Man, Big home run from him to give the Diamondbacks the lead. Then Christian Walker tacked on the ninth. Two-run double, 6-3. That's all she wrote. Game one went to Arizona. Similar story in game two. Brewers take an early lead, 2-0 in the first. Middle inning scoring from the Diamondbacks. They put up five between the fifth and sixth innings. And the bullpen locked it down, man. Gallon a good start, six innings, but no runs off this D-backs bullpen. They went a combined nine and a third innings in the two games. Didn't give up a run. Yeah, that's impressive. Is impressive. D-backs moving on. They will play the Dodgers. All right. Let's get right into these previews, shall we? I, I agree, man. We got some exciting, exciting series coming up, Jack. Which one you most uh, most looking forward to out of the four? I'm looking at Rangers-Orioles. Nice. It's a good choice. I'm looking at uh, Twins-Astros. I think the Astros are going to run away with I think that that's series. the only series I'm not that interested in. I think the Twins pitching's good, but I think Houston will find enough juice to pick apart that line. Agreed. Uh, pick apart that, yeah. that pitching staff. Um... I'm going to go Rangers-Orioles. Orioles, two, both these teams, you know, Rangers won their first playoff series since 2011. Orioles' first time back in the postseason. Uh, I should say first time winning the ALE since 2014. Two teams who have not customarily been known as powerhouses in quite some time. Getting in the playoffs, meeting in the divisional round, I think it's a very intriguing series. How does this Orioles pitching, or how does the Rangers pitching fare? I mean, they, they pitched very well against against Tampa, but can they keep that up? Against this lively Orioles group. And, you know, the playoff experience, the big question on the Baltimore side. I mean, Kyle Bradish, their game one starter. To me, does the feel-good story end with Baltimore? I'm trying to figure it out, man. They are the top dog. They're the one seed. They're hunted. They've been good all year. Racking up wins. 
Got some great young players on that squad. And Bradish has had a fantastic year. I mean, 285 ERA or 283 ERA, really bursting onto the scene this year. These teams really remind me of each other. Yeah, I've mentioned I mentioned Braxton Garrett on the Wednesday show previewing him about how he switched some things in his pitching arsenal Didn't to really work. become more effective. Not Bradish did the same thing <laughs> because he limited his four seam fastball usage just like Garrett because the fastball from Bradish got lit up, and it still is. I mean, I think opponents are batting over 350 against his fastball. Wow. The problem is he just uses it a lot less compared to a sinker he developed, a slider. He's got a very much power slider, kind of a slider that Spencer Strider features. And I know that's strong verbiage because of how strong that pitch is for, for Strider with the slider. Phillies fans are well aware of that. Are we? I seem to remember but, it. Oh, wait, that was his fastball. Never mind. Yeah, I was going to say. Fastball, hit the left. And Strider's owned you guys, especially in the regular season. Yeah, this is the postseason. We'll talk about Strider. Yeah, we will. He's got some questionable comments I'd like to address. We'll talk about him coming up. Yeah, he is a very outspoken man. He's weird. He is. He's just a weird guy. Loves to run his mouth, man. I'll tell you what. He does. He's not not afraid to make comments, so. Yeah. You know, you either have to eat it or you're, uh, they, they pass by based on your own personal performance. Anyway, we'll talk about that series coming up. Back to Rangers-Orioles. Look, I think Brandon Hyde's a really good manager for this team. Was at the helm in one of their worst seasons. Took over right after their Bucks last year with Baltimore, which I believe is only a 48-win season. It was really bad. Um, but he's done a really good job turning this franchise around, getting these young guys to, to buy in, really living up to their potential. And getting some nice surprises, but man, Mitch, I want to hear your thoughts on this series. Who you got winning? Oh man, I, I've seen some great hitters in both lineups all year. Because I'm going with the fun team real quick for you. I let you go. I'm going with Baltimore to move on. Oh, I was going to go with Baltimore too. I was going to say that uh, you know Texas kind of got a, a good draw, which I didn't think it was that good of a draw. But you played in front of 19,000, you know, middle of the road fans down in Tampa Bay. Um, and now you're coming up to Baltimore, who their fan base has been starred to this for, for years now. They haven't won the division, like you said, since 2014. They haven't really had much to go on. They're going to pack that place. They man. are going Cam to Yards pack is Camden going Yards. to be rocking. It's going to be a beautiful scene. My you know, really into baseball watching life, I, I, you know, I've been dying to see Camden Yards like what it's going to be uh, this upcoming weekend. Super excited for Baltimore. Uh, and I think they're going to win. I think they have the energy. I think they have the rest. Uh, I think they have the pitching uh, to outlast the Rangers. I think they got the young playmakers, man. I really believe in this Baltimore team, uh, especially with some of the, the back-end guys that they have. Give me Baltimore. Uh, give me Baltimore in four. O's in five. I feel like it could go five, though. O's in five. That's my prediction. I'm between four and five, but just for sake of difference, I'll go for four. All right. Well, that's going to take us to our first break here on Heavy Hitters. When we come back, we will finish up predicting the AL and NLDS series, and then we'll move on to rapid fire, give our picks for NFL, and then wrap it up, if time permits, uh, with some games to watch in college football over the weekend. So much more to talk about in this jam-packed hour of Heavy Hitters here on the radio voice of Kutztown University. K or Kutztown, don't go anywhere. And welcome back into Heavy Hitters. Mitchell Smedley, Jack Heim, for our one and only hour today, coming up on Midway Through in just about 10 minutes. We're talking MLB postseason, divisional round previews. Both of us going with the Baltimore Orioles to beat the Texas Rangers. Uh, I'm having a little freak out because I just realized that uh, times for the uh, divisional down. round got announced. Games 3, 4, and 5. And uh, Game 3 will take place at 5.07 p.m. on Wednesday. Right. Smack dab all the way through heavy hitters. So we'll be through. giving you live coverage. Yep. About the first six it. innings. Yeah. If you're here, you'll you'll be getting live updates. From if Mitchell you're wearing Smedley. headphones, you might want to not. Um, <laughs> you might want to take them out. If it's anything like Game Three last year, it'll be a party in the studio. Um, I can only Jack. I can only hope. And and can we just get into Phillies Braves next? Yeah, I guess. All right, because I have so much to say here. Uh, I firmly, in my heart of hearts, believe the Phillies can and maybe even should win this series. I understand how good the Braves' offense is. I totally get it. However, number one, Phillies have a very good offense of their own. JT Romuto's hot right now. Bryce Harper becomes one of the best players in clutch situations. Kyle Schwarber was second in the league in home runs. All right, we have some boppers. Trey Turner was on another planet since the standing ovation. Alec Bohm's a tremendous complimentary piece. Bryson Stott, we know what he can do. Best contact hitter I've seen in quite some time. I know just speaking from Philly. 
Um, obviously, there's people like Arise and stuff, but Bryson Sott's a tremendous contact hitter, and he shows he can go deep now at that Grand Slam. Tremendous lineup for Philly as well. In my mind, doesn't compare to Acuna, Olsen, Riley, Swanson, um, the works, you know, Ozuna. They got some some guys in that lineup. I understand that. However, let's look at the pitching here because this is where I think Philadelphia really has the advantage in this series. Uh, likely pitching matchup game one, Spencer Strider, Ranger Suarez. I understand how good Spencer Strider is. I also understand what happened to Spencer Strider last year. I understand he doesn't like big moments. He doesn't like fans, whatever. Ranger Suarez is a good pitcher in his own right. And Ranger Suarez pitched pretty well against the Braves in game one of the division series last year. Uh, give Ranger Suarez his credit. I, I think it's fairly likely that the Braves win game one, though. I'll give you that. However, Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola will then pitch three of the next four games. And if they're looking anything like they just did in that wild card series, three wins right there. Phillies win the series. I think it'll happen in four because I think there's no way that the Braves come into Philadelphia and win any sort of baseball game. This place is too insane for them. It, it's nothing they have faced. I mean, they faced it last year, but there's nothing else like it in the league. There's home field advantage, and then there's Philadelphia. I forget which uh, MLB um, MLB analyst said that. I'm going to interject. Yeah, here. go ahead. Because I'm, I'm looking at Zach Wheeler pitching game two. Against who? Who do the Braves have pitching, Jack? I mean, so it's gonna Freed, be Freed is going to be a little one. banged up. Freed's going in is game, he going one, game one, I okay. think. That's my hunch. Freed's a little banged Strider up, though. for game two. Give me and the Phillies in game one, then. I thought it would be Strider. All, all I've heard pointed towards Strider game one. See, well, you could go Strider. I would go Freed because you're getting Suarez. That way I'd want Strider, who's been best against the Phillies. You know, you have to... This is in terms of regular season, of course. Yeah. Last yeah. postseason, he pitched in Philly. It's different. He'll be pitching in Atlanta. I think... I think it's going to go to five, but I think the Braves will learn the lessons from years past, from last year. They'll take it over. This is a better Braves team. This team is this so in their head though. Than last year, they're playing simulated games because we screwed them last year. I think they're playing simulated games because they realized they had too much rest last year, and they're trying to they, they pump in crowd noise like it's Philadelphia. You're not going to match that in, that intensity. You have to prepare in any way possible. It honestly reminds you of college football. The preparation. It's like you're preparing for a team off of a bye week. You know what I'm saying? And you're using like all means necessary to get yourself ready for the possible environments you're going to be having to face. Now, they are getting games one and two at home. Yeah. Let's look at the, the pitching matchups itself, though. I mean, the, Freed the is banged up Philly. with that blister. The advantage for Philly is that Suarez, Nolan, and Wheeler all have pitched well against the Braves. Yeah. Yeah. Rangers uh, only faced them once this year with this group of, of Braves hitters, but went six innings, one run, allowed one solo home run. On only two walks. Very good start. Granted, that was at home. You look at Nola. He's faced the Phils, He's faced the Braves three times this year. Two of them being on the road. First one, not great. Six innings, allowed five runs, three home runs, two walks, seven Ks. Not his best start. But at home, six scoreless innings. Back out on the road uh, in September. Six innings, two runs, no homers. That's pretty good. Improved. Pitch better. You look at Wheeler. He's faced the Braves also three times. Eight innings, first time around Eight shutout innings. That was a one walk, twelve outing. Ks in Atlanta. Good. Back the other time in really Atlanta. Really good. One, uh, not one start. I'm saying it is one start, but six innings, one run, one home run allowed, two walks, five Ks. So not as dominant as he was the first time around. But I'm saying is these really guys have good. pitched well in Atlanta before. Now we've seen it. Yeah, I think this. I think they split both ways. I think the Braves take one at home. I think the Braves take one on the road. Comes down to a decisive game five. You're not going to have Nola or Wheeler for that game. I think you. Uh, it'll be so. It'll be Suarez day off, and then it'll be Wheeler day off game game day off game. So I think it would be Wheeler. Because you, yeah, you he, could go Wheeler. Yeah. yeah, I think it would be Wheeler game five. All right, so you would have Wheeler, and I'm assuming they'd save Strider for game five too. Yes, I, I would assume so. It's a, so. it's a big matchup. Look at look at it this way. I mean, who are the Braves pitching in games three and four? They don't have Morton, uh, Bryce Elder. Good, yeah. Uh, the Phillies are going to win this series, man. Based off pitching, everyone's talking about the lineup best offense since nineteen twenty. I don't think I don't think this Phillies pitching does enough to keep the lineup in check, though. Oh, I do. I and feel look like they'll the, get enough runs. The other piece of this is look at the bullpens. I mean, after the starters are out, the, the thing is, I'm seeing a lot of people pick the Phillies to win. Yeah, I know. It's surprising, isn't it? And when you feel when I feel when I see a lot of team people picking the underdog to win, the favorite ends up winning. 
But look at the bullpens. The Phillies' bullpen has, I believe in September, has half the ERA as the Braves. It's like a 2.7 you to like a 5.3. Postseason's a new season. I'm aware. And we got some dogs. I mean, we haven't seen all of Orion Kirkering, who looked great on Wednesday night, by the way. I think, look, it's going to be a great series. I think it's going to five. That, that's my definitive thought. That's been my read ever since I started to dissect this series. It's going to five. But the Braves being at home, this lineup is better than it was last year. I think in vastly better than it was last year. I think it's a split in I think the speed factor favors the Braves. I think, I mean, Trey Turner's capable of stealing bases. I think Yon Ross is capable of taking off. If you look at top to bottom, I think there's a lot more stolen base threats in the Braves lineup. It wasn't really something the Phillies did that often, which was surprising. But, I mean, you look at Turner's got speed. I mean, Real Muto's got speed. Johan has speed. Pache has speed. Marsh has speed. Um, I'm forgetting one. Oh, yeah, Bryce has some good speed. I, I just don't love the ability. They What, they didn't do it all year, and now all of a sudden they're going to turn it no, on. No, I, I don't. I don't think I don't think stealing is going to be the part deciding of factor of the, it's of not, the series. But I think the Braves have that capability more, and with how more prevalent stolen bases have been this year, they're up forty percent from last year. But I'm looking at like I'm looking at the pitching because both of these teams I think have competent offenses. But they you, do. You look at it; it's Freed banged up versus Suarez. I'm I, taking Suarez. You look at Strider and Wheeler. You want to give it to Strider? Fine. That's a split in Atlanta. But then um, Nola against. Whoever, I think that's the problem. That's is I never win. know what I'm getting with Nola. I, I think he showed you in big games. I mean, he we've clinched two years in a row with him on the mound. Keeping the Marlins starts. in check versus keeping the Braves in check is a completely different story. I completely get that, but I, I think the Phillies. I can't fully trust Nola. Very and, good. And I I don't understand after one really good start in the, in the wild card round that everyone's bought back in on Nola. As his elite guy, he's shown. Look, he has the flashes. He has the stuff we've all seen it before. He does, but it it, there's the no Braves, consistency. Though. Last year, he allowed. Did he go shutout? And the did the run come late, or was it one, at most? It was one run against the Braves, against this lineup. So the star-studded Atlanta Braves lineup. That's true. I don't know. I think it's going to five, and the Braves win. I think when everybody leans the underdog. The favorite ends up pulling it out. I'm shocked how many people are picking the Phillies. I mean, way. everywhere I'm seeing, I'm seeing all oh, the Phillies are going to take down the Braves. After the all the, the talk of how good this Braves team has been, I'm shocked at how many. I mean, MLB analysts and and media personnel, national media personnel, are picking the Phillies. It shocks me. We I would never get this recognition. Oh, I'm I'm petrified. I'm, like, I I am absolutely petrified. And Jack, you're going to see that after the Bloomsburg game tomorrow. We're driving back and yeah. during game time. So Jack's going to get to see firsthand my nerves. But Alright. I will. But we got to keep moving along. Yeah, we do. Here. Let's All keep right. going. Twins, Astros, D-backs, Dodgers. We are going to quickly move through these. I think we're both on the same page with the Twins and the Astros. We Should both be the... love the Twins pitching, yeah. but I don't think the lineup's going to be able to produce enough. Should be the easiest win, I think, of the, of the four series. Give me the Astros in four. I think the Twins will find a way to get one game. At home. Uh, yeah, I think, I think right the Astros that. will take both at home. The Twins will sneak one in Game 3, and then the Astros finish off on the road. They went 3-1. Could very well they be go a sweep, back. in my opinion. Yeah, I, I I can see that as well. But the Astros go back to the ALCS and meet the Baltimore Orioles. Ooh, what a series that would be. Didn't the uh, Orioles beat them in a series uh, earlier this year? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So. Okay, D-backs Dodgers. This young, scrappy, and the Dodgers, this story is so eerily similar, isn't oh, it? Oh, isn't it, man? It's a team from their own division. The it's Padres a faced them. A young, scrappy team. Well, the Padres weren't young. Well, but they were scrappy, though. They were scrappy, yeah. They but they had immense guys. talent on that Yeah, team. They, they did. They bought into, like, Soto, Bell. Thank God Josh Bell is out of the playoffs, by the way. Can we just get some celebration for that? Josh Bell is out of the playoffs, and the Phillies have knocked him out two straight years. That brings me immense joy. I can't. I can't go 1-2 in both conferences. I can't. I, I went know. the Orioles. I went the Astros. I know. I went You're picking the all the favorites. <laughs> but not this time. No? The Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah, buddy. We'll move on to the National League Championship Series. Jump on board. Am I probably going to be wrong? Yeah, I think so. I think no. the Dodgers pitching is way better. No, it's not. What are you talking about? I think Arizona has the edge. I think Arizona's going to throw Mer- Merrill, oh my goodness, Merrill Kelly. Kelly in game one against Kershaw just because Gallon went in game two. And then he's not going to have enough rest time because that was on Wednesday. So Thursday, Friday, yeah, they're not pitching him on two days rest. No. So Kelly's going to get game one against Kershaw. And Kershaw is, he's elite. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. First ballot, no doubt about it. I think, the Dodgers will, up? I think the Dodgers will take game one of this series. But in it, the D-backs will rally to take game two. 
Game three. Oh, man. The more I'm looking at, I don't know. But I got to ride with them. I've had a good gauge on Arizona all year. Yeah. I doubted them in the wild card round. And it came back to bite you. It did. I trusted them in the wild card round. Do and I? I'm riding with the them problem here. with the Dodgers is I love Betts and Freeman. They're very good players. But the supporting cast. They're out of rhythm. They had that rest. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the supporting cast this year is much worse than past. Give me Arizona. Yeah, buddy. The Diamondbacks, D-backs will take on the Braves. Honestly, no. I'm not afraid to go no, 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 and no. do my prediction right now. Yo, if the D-backs do win this series and the Phillies win, home NLCS for the Phillies. Which I don't know if that's a good thing. but <laughs> That would be crazy. That would be absolutely unreal. You know what would be riveting? Like Orioles D-backs. I know that would no, break no, no, your no, heart. no. I had a, I had a thought on this. So I, we were in class today, and I that showed Jack a headline from CBS Sports for those longtime listeners of the show. It said fun World Series possibilities with the teams remaining. Top one, Phillies Orioles. I would have been one year off, Jack. Do you understand? I have a chance to like have the craziest soothsayer prediction I've ever had. Yeah, Phillies Orioles. The Phillies won the World Series. Oh Again, God. two years straight, bro. In it. Win it this year. Uh, I did see also uh, Callum Scott has said he's coming to Philly to perform, I believe, at the parade, uh, dancing on my own if they win the World Series. I would. Which would be I would electric. be in shambles if they won, dude. Why? Because I have to keep seeing all my rivals win. Yeah. Um, final note Mitch, I had. Mitch, 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 Mitch. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I need you to understand one thing from my perspective. Oh, I, I get it. I've watched the Nationals. I've watched the Braves. 2019, the Nationals. I'm with you, buddy. 2021, the Braves. It tortures Last year, me. I have to see the Phillies go to the World Series. Oh, yeah. And if they win it this year, oh, my. I'm trying to imagine myself if the Cowboys won a Super Bowl. Like, I might have to, like, move to Siberia. Like, it's just so bad. So bad. And now I see my GM. Oh, my goodness. I don't. How was it seeing three right of your division rivals make the playoffs? Not good. In a year where you should have. <laughs> Sorry for rather pouring not. salt on that wound. My bad. I rather said not that. talk That about came it. out worse out loud than in my head. But my final note on MLB, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Jack, Jazz Chisholm is the biggest bum in the uh, Major League Baseball right now. Um, He's the biggest of the bums. He's an idiot. I. Uh, He's wearing a chain that's like my height and weight, and... He's talking about how he's from outer space. What are you talking about, dude? What are you t- And then he goes over in the series. <laughs> I, I don't know. What a fool. What a fool. Cloud of the week, Jazz Chisholm makes the final I out. I think Evan Neal has a very strong candidacy to be there. Jazz Chisholm the has just always irked me. I don't like the way he talks. I don't like the way he plays. I don't like him. I don't like him at all. And I'm so happy he's out. I'm so happy he made the final out. I was so torn on who I wanted to make the final out. Josh Bell or Jazz Chisholm. Oh, I hate the Marlins. Hate the Marlins. What a great time. What a time to be alive. That's all I got on MLB, Jack. I just want to look up one more thing. Phillies in four. Get ready. Is it eerie how similar this Phillies season is matching up to last year's? Anyone else? Anyone else feeling that? I'm certainly feeling that. I, I think mean, this yeah. team's better. I think this team's going to go far, man. I think they're going to. I can't even say they're going to shock the world anymore because people are picking them to beat the Braves. What is going on? What is going on? Oh, I, if the Phillies are somehow up two nothing in the series coming to Philly, that heavy hitters episode will. Okay, so they went uh, five and eight in the regular season series to the D-backs against the Dodgers. The D-backs won five. Yeah. Okay. Feel a little less confident about that. That's respectable. Five. That's one game away from being six and seven. They did lose the last five times consecutively. They played. That's not good. That means at one time they were up five to three. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh man. I'm not going to change though. No. I'm not going to flip flop. I'm going to be strong in my prediction. Ride with Zona. Going with the Diamondbacks just because it's fun. Yeah, isn't it? Take a walk on the wild side. All right. We got to talk about football. Yes, we do. We'll give our NFL picks when we come back. Our final break of today's show. We'll do 10 minutes NFL, just rapid fire through the picks. uh, And then we'll give you some games to watch over the weekend in college. Also, Jack, I want to make note. Happy College Radio Day, buddy. Yes, I did say it at the top. But it's not. uh, We we can't understate that enough. Yeah. We have a loaded lineup today. Yeah. On KUR. Stay tuned for Redneck Rush Hour at 5. Yeah, we got Digging Deeper coming up at 3. A return of a alumni show. Um, 
I'm not going to spoil it who it is. You got just got to tune in at 4 p.m. to hear it. Um, Redneck. Redneck at 5. Low Tide low at 6. Low Tide at 6. I think it's a two-hour show. It's I, 6 and 7. There was, there was speculation There was some rumblings. That. I believe see. that's confirmed. I'm just going to go on a hunch and say that. Uh, go out on a limb, I should say. Nice. Because I have a hunch. It's a two-hour show. So Low Tide with Linda. I believe that's from 6 to 8. Uh, and then after that, it's getting a little murky. But a loaded lineup. All throughout Star the day. Star-studded lineup. On college the radio Philadelphia day. Phillies. On KUR. Lineups. We'll be back for the last 20 minutes of Heavy Hitters, though, for this hour. Uh, after this, momentarily, we'll be back on KUR. Heavy Hitters on the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR Kutztown, on College Radio Day. Jack I. Mitchell Smedley for the special one-hour edition of Heavy Hitters. Getting you set for the weekend with all the latest and greatest in sports. Man, it's going to be talking baseball, going to be talking baseball playoffs. We did the uh, recaps of the wild card round. We did the previews of the divisional series. Mm-hmm. Now, let's move on. NFL, we are going to do our rapid fire picks. We're going to London again. The Jacksonville Jaguars are back in London, this time squaring off against the Buffalo Bills in the international series. All righty. Mitchell Smedley. Yeah. Uh, Jacksonville's offense has not materialized like I thought it would. Um Buffalo's has rounded into form, and I, I think Buffalo uh, outduels Jacksonville. They got a good defense, too. I think it's a pretty sizable margin. Give me Buffalo by 17. Yeah, I think the Bills are going to trounce him. Doug Peterson and his Jaguars are frauds. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, these boys are not good. They were, I'm they sorry. were the biggest I, they, miss especially of the, the offense. for me. The offense is terrible. It's so not good. bad. Not good. And it's it shocks me that it is that way. They have playmakers everywhere. But not working out for them this year. Shocking. Uh, I missed that pick. At it the can change. Of the season. Good. So far, not looking like it, though. Correct. All right, let's go to Pittsburgh. A rivalry as old as time. It's the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers. These two teams, no love lost. They absolutely hate each other and have had some big-time premier battles throughout their histories. I don't care. It's in the Steel City. Man, this pains me to say it. But Matt Canada is a certified bum. This yep. man can't coach. He's there's a, a reason. There's a reason. Excuse me. There's a reason. This is his first NFL job. At any at any position, he's trash. There's a reason this guy was in college for so long, never got to look in the NFL. This is why. Because this guy can't call an offense worth anything. Kenny Pickett is getting absolutely gypped of any of any chance of looking good because this incompetent fool is up in the press box calling plays. This guy's terrible. He should have been out of town yesterday, but the Steelers is too too stubborn and too set in their ways to make a change and get this loser out of town. He needs to go now before it's even later. This should have been done well long ago. But you can still have some self-respect as an organization, Pittsburgh, by getting this man out of town now. They're not going to do it, though, for this weekend. So i got to go with the Ravens. I can't can't in good faith pick the Steelers. And and it's not a logically right pick to me. I agree. Ravens fairly easily. Steelers' offense is putrid. And I hate Baltimore. I hate the Ravens. It hates you, too. I shouldn't say I hate Baltimore because I actually like the Orioles, but I just hate the Ravens. <laughs> so I will never forget going to that Phillies-Orioles game earlier this season and uh, the trumpet player was playing the national anthem and all the Baltimore fans, when it goes, oh, say, they go, oh, and <laughs> he literally jumped. <laughs> all right. I love Baltimore fans. Let's go down to Miami. The Giants taking on the Dolphins. Not too much to talk about. The Giants are... Horrible at the game Awful, of football. By the way, Evan Neal, clown of the week. Nah, that's oh, he's my an idiot week. too. Yeah. I mean, what are you saying? Yeah. The people judging, I'm going to paraphrase here. What, the people criticizing my performance, what do they do? Uh, flip hamburgers and hot, and hot dogs? Are you kidding me? you yeah. kidding me with that comment? You think you're above the fans? What a loser. You get paid millions of dollars to play a game, bro. What are we doing? You think you're better than everybody else? Yeah, too bad you stink. How about you worry about your own performance, start playing better, before you start calling out the fans. Unreal. Unbelievable. Just a clown, clown comment. Absolute clown take. The Giants are in shambles right now. They can do nothing right. Dana Jones got sacked 11 times on Monday Night Football. Learn how to block first before you talk about the fans. You fool. Yep. Yep, he's also a fool. Um, yeah, it's not going to be close. Dolphins. 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 <laughs> All right, let's go to Indianapolis. Titans, Colts, and AFC South showdown. This is going to be a gross game, Jack. <sighs> but I'm going to go with Shane Steichen and the scrappy Colts to get I'm going to go here. with Shane Steichen, too. Look at us agreeing on everything. 
All right. By the way, who did you have picked last night? Uh, I went the I went Washington. Okay. Well, so. how'd that work out for you? Would it have been Would it have been a bad pick? Could they have played defense? No, they didn't though. They they can't. Washington has shown they're incapable of playing this thing called defense. They they refused to guard DJ Moore. Yeah, he and got that's three. why I lost. He got three tutties. All right, let's go to New England. Saints and Patriots. Alvin Kamara came back last week for New Orleans. Played pretty well. Uh, was a main feature of the passing game and the check down side of things. I'm going to go with the Saints to rebound after a tough loss against Tampa. I think they go out on the road and get a win here. I agree. I think the New England defense is pretty good. Uh, oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about We got to talk about the J.C. Jackson situation real quick. Did you okay. see that? No. Uh, well, he was with the Patriots. Left, signed a huge deal with the Chargers, and now has been traded back to New England. Oh, interesting. Because of off-the-field issues with the Chargers, as well as not playing as best as he could on the field. I don't think, I don't know these, you know, I don't know if it was off-the-field stuff, I should say. He got benched, uh, was a healthy scratch for one of their games, uh, and then has just been traded back to New England with the Chargers eating most of his salary. Could not have been a worse signing for the Chargers. Just did not work out any way they thought it would. Yeah, that's But odd. now he's back in New England. So we'll okay. see if he, he if he can improve. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Uh, I'm still going with the with the Saints. I don't know, man. What's Patriots record this far? They have a one, win, right? Yeah, one and three. Yeah, one and three. Uh, I'm just waiting for any semblance of offense to break out with this team, but I don't think it's this week. Give me the Saints. Yeah, okay. Trying to rapid-fire these. Yeah, I know. I would love to go into a little bit more detail. Me too. Some Times of these are interesting matchups that I've been looking at. But. Time just doesn't permit. All right, let's go down to Atlanta. Texans, Falcons. I'm loving what C.J. Stroud and this oh, offense yeah. is doing. D'Amico Ryan's great head coach. I'm going with the Texans to give the Falcons their third straight loss. Me too. I once picked the Falcons. It didn't work out. Uh, give me the Texans. They are the superior offense. They're playing good defense. I know the Falcons' defense probably a little bit better. Sorry, Chris. But uh, Desmond Ritter is not a good quarterback. Weekly reminder, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> he's not. He's just always oh, He's terrible. Panthers-Lions. Like, I was wrong about Sam Howell. Sam Howell's okay. Desmond Ritter's not. All right. Let's go to Detroit. I think we're both picking the Lions to take down the Panthers. Yep. All right. Four o'clock games. Bengals going to the desert to take on the Cardinals. Jonathan, Gan- the fighting Jonathan Gannons. Um, give me Cincinnati. Man, I thought you would pick Arizona. Uh, yeah, not impressed with the Cardinals team. Thank you for beating Dallas. Your service is appreciated. Uh, give me Cincinnati. Hasn't rounded into form yet for them. Actually, they're without T. Higgins, right? Uh, I think he's trying to play. He's trying to, but we'll see how that goes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, T. Higgins probably not 100%. I think this game's pretty close, actually. Um, and annoyingly, I feel like it's Cardinals. I mean, the Cardinals. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know why. That's a it's Mitchie upset. Very bad pick. Yeah, Mitchie upset. Oh, I'm going here. with a I'm going with a uh, certified Jack upset here, and I'm picking the Rams to take down the Eagles. Yeah, of course you are, because you hate the Eagles. I've picked the Eagles every single week. Don't so far. care. Fake news. Give me the Eagles. <laughs> That's most certainly not fake. Give me the news, Eagles. Whatever. Defense is underrated. They're going to start playing better. Uh, just let it let it work itself out. They had a nice signing in Rovi. Roby, Rovi, what is it? Hmm? Roby, the safety they signed. Eagles? Yeah. Didn't see that. You didn't see that? No. Oh, yeah. Bradley Roby? Bradley Roby, yeah. Let me see. Yeah, you didn't hear about that? Um, let me look it up. Slot corner Bradley Roby, yeah, three days ago. All right, yep. he's in. So, uh, provide some help to that secondary. Should allow, uh, what's his name, James Bradbury to go back to his original position. Um... Yeah, give me the Eagles. I, I think they shut down these receivers. Is Cooper Cup like playing? Is he not playing? I think he's playing. Okay, interesting. Yeah, give me this. The, uh, the Eagles still. He's got to work his way back into the offense. It'll take a week to click. The birds staying undefeated. All right. Before we get back into it, we do have a message from the KUR notebook. Attention to KU community. Want KUR at your event? No problem. Go to www.kutztown.edu slash KUR. Find the live events slash remotes, read the reminders, and fill out the form. Our promotional director or an e-board member of KUR will reach out to you as soon as possible. An important reminder about events is that KUR needs at least three weeks' notice to even consider your event. No exceptions. This message is brought to you by the radio voice of Kutztown University. KUR, rounding out this one-hour edition. College Radio Day yeah, edition. Exactly. We love it. On this illustrious, illustrious? radio day. Whoa, that's a big word. 
Thank yeah. you. I don't even know what that is. Okay, let's go to the Mile High City. Between Sky the Jets and the Broncos. Colorado. Jets and Broncos. I'm going with the underdog. Give me the Jets and Zach Wilson to build off a solid week last week against the Chiefs. This Broncos defense is terrible. So bad. Uh, give me the Jets to pull the upset. Yeah, I agree. I think the Aaron Rodgers shock has worn off for the Jets. They found something on offense in the uh, middle parts of that game in Kansas City. or That was in New York, but against Kansas City. Um, Taylor Swift is not in the building, so it shouldn't be rigged against them. Give me the Jets over the Broncos. All right. One last 4 p.m. game, and then we'll go to the Sunday night game. I don't think we've ever agreed this much. Chiefs-Vikings in Minnesota. Give me, uh, give me Travis Kelsey. Give me Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs to win. What's the spread on this game? Minus three and a half, KC. That's it. Interesting. I have an odd feeling, Jack. I have an odd feeling. Um, the Vikings defense is not good. I know, but the I'm not totally sold on the Chiefs offense. Not totally sold. Um, this isn't an upset opportunity for me. I think it is. I, I'm going to take the uh, primetime Kirk Cousins, really? Gross. Um, let's see what this ground attack can do for the Vikings, Akers, and uh, Madison. Justin Jefferson is just a, just as big a playmaker as Travis Kelsey is. I like TJ Hawkinson. Um, man, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I don't like the line play for Minnesota, though. Not good. That's what worries me. But I'm going to go with my gut. Let's have some fun with these picks, right? Let's go Minnesota over Kansas City Okay. in prime time. Final one, Sunday Night Football. I don't think it's close. And the 49ers blitz the Cowboys. Uh, really? They're four-point favorites. It's going to be a blowout. They're going to win by at least 10. Wow. So Interesting. I'm, I don't pick. like Dallas. I think Dallas is they, – they think they're frauds? Offensively don't impress me at all. Every one of their wins, wins, they scored either multiple defensive or special teams touchdowns. Yeah. That's such an outlier, and you're not going to get that every week. Especially not against this team. Yeah, this team is a different beast for Dallas. Look Um, what happened when they didn't get it against Arizona. I like the the Dallas line, though. I like some of their playmakers on defense. Uh, I don't know if it's enough. No, no. Mitchie's going to pick the Niners, hoping for the Niners. Actually, I don't know who I'm hoping. No, because Niners are still undefeated. Am I actually going to root for the Cowboys? Ew. No. No, I can't. I don't care who wins this game. I hate both teams. Okay. Well, you're going with... uh, I'm rooting for Christian McCaffrey. Anyway, rounding out the show, we're going to give you some games to watch over the weekend in college football. No Penn State, Jack. What am I going to do with myself? It's on a bye this week. Well, we got the Red Red River Rivalry. Or as I like to call it, the Red River Shootout, because these two teams uh, like to put up the points in the, in this game. It seems like every year this game is high scoring. So, Texas, five and a half point favorites as it stands right now. And I'm going to take the Longhorns to win. I'm taking the Longhorns to cover. I like what Brent Venables is doing there at OU. But I think Xavier Worthy is going to have a day. He is going to have a monstrous afternoon. As the Longhorns will continue to prove they're one of the nation's best teams by winning this game by a touchdown against their rivals in the Sooners. I'm going to go Texas to win it 42-35. to I got Texas as well. Good pick by you. All right, underrated game. Maryland going to the shoe to take on the Buckeyes of Ohio State. This is an underrated Maryland team. They're 5-0. and I truly think they have the capability to pick off one of the big three in the East, being Penn State, Michigan, or Ohio State. I don't see this as the opportunity, though. I think this Ohio State team proved a lot in their win against Notre Dame, especially defensively. I don't think uh, Talia Tagovailoa is going to be comfortable in this game. Yes, that's the brother of Tua. Yeah. Um, again, it's not a common last name. So if you had to figure that out. Um, anyway, give me Ohio State to win. They're favored by 19.5. I'm going to go with Maryland to cover. I'm going to give the Buckeyes a two-touchdown win. Yeah, I think uh, Ohio State crushes them. Crushes them. So give me Ohio okay. State. Ranked showdown in Columbia, Missouri. The 5-0 and Missouri Tigers host the 3-2 and LSU Tigers. Give me the LSU Tigers to win this one. They're going to be scrappy. They know they can't lose this game. They've already dropped two. Uh, again, Missouri's doing a lot of good things, but I don't see them going to 6-0 with a win here. LSU favored by 5.5. LSU wins. LSU covers. It's going to be a long day 
for Missouri, I think. LSU by 10, Livy Dunn. Okay. I like it. Washington State goes to UCLA, a fun showdown out of the Pac-12. 13th-ranked Cougars, first time. They're away from Pullman, Washington, their home this year, and I like the Bruins to win it. They're favored by 3.5, UCLA to win, UCLA to cover. Mm. Pac-12, divisional game. 3.30 time, if you need to know. I didn't, but uh, it's really 12.30 out there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's actually 3 o'clock, so it's a noon start out oh, there. Oh, okay. Well, you said 3.30. Sorry, I thought it was 3.30. Give me Washington for fun. Washington State. Washington. Well, that it was implied, yes. Washington State. Okay. Anyway, Alabama, Texas A&M, a big-time showdown of the SEC West. These two teams currently lead the division, both 2-0 and in Western Division play. Oh, I should say in conference play. Uh, Alabama, lone loss against Texas. Texas A&M's lone loss against Miami, a solid Hurricanes team, as much as I don't like to say that. Um... You know what? Home dogs, bark louder. Give me AM to pull the upset against Alabama. I like this Aggie defense. Despite their rough showing against Miami, I think they've turned a corner there. Give me the Aggies to win and pull the upset off against Jalen Milrow in Alabama. Let me just end the show by saying I think that Alabama wins against Texas AM. Okay. Other games to watch 20th ranked Kentucky goes to top ranked Georgia. We have Notre Dame, number 10, traveling to take on the 25th-ranked Louisville Cardinals. Fresno State and Wyoming in an interesting Mountain West showdown there out west. Um, and, yeah, that's kind of it. Texas Tech, Baylor, possible interesting one out in the Big 12. All right. Well, that'll take us to the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening in, listening in to this special one-hour heavy hitters here on College Radio Day. Stay, to KU, stay tuned to KUR. Great lineup the rest of the day on this College Radio Day. We'll be back on Monday evening. To break down everything that transpired over the weekend. We're going to Bloomsburg tomorrow uh, for KU football. So go Bears tomorrow. Uh, we'll be back on Monday. Take care. Enjoy your weekend. And enjoy some sports and wind down. We'll be back here on Monday on Heavy Hitters. Take care.